For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are all here with me today for another new show. Um, before I get started, I just want to dedicate this show to someone I know, a friend of mine. His name is Omar, whom um, my wife and I just found out this morning that Omar has stage four liver cancer and uh, is not doing well. So I am dedicating this show to him. A very nice guy, um, uh, son of a woman who my wife lived with before we got married. So uh, we kind of consider him family. So I would just like to dedicate this show to him. So um, let us continue with our quotes of the day. Um, welcome to all my uh, Facebook Live uh, viewers, Julian, William. William, we're going to talk. Uh, I saw Robin uh, over the week I was away in, uh, in Israel, and, uh, and uh, it's fun to know that you're uh, close by. And Patty, a loyal listener as well, uh, thank you all for, for tuning in. So let's start off with our quotes of the day from Mike Dooley in the Universe and from Abraham. Let's see what they have for us today. First, from the universe. The way you know you'll receive seven times what you give, or in some cases, 4,900 times what you give, is that the giving gives you true joy without any thought of even receiving one times back. Nice ROI, the universe. Ah, we love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe. Uh, I think uh, trying to help us get into the spirit of the holiday season, talking about giving. 
You know, that the universe reminding us. And, you know, of course, this is not always the case. There are lots of people who give with the intention to get. But I think what the universe is encouraging us today is to not be one of those people, but to really give from a more truly heart-centered place. And that when we give purely for the sake of giving, without any thought of return, without any thought of what it's going to do for us, an interesting thing happens. We feel great just in the act of giving. And it does not matter whether it's giving money or presents or our time or just a a random act of kindness to a stranger. That when we give and we give from that place, it just makes us feel so good. Uh, I had the experience of um, uh, uh, just a small thing, just holding the door open for for an elderly uh, woman, just holding the elevator door open uh, when we were getting out of the elevator in the building where I live. And, and she walked kind of slowly and she was like, oh, thank you so much. And you could see she was so appreciative. And for me, it was just... Uh, a, a small, a little act. I mean, it didn't cost me anything. Um, and it just made me feel so good just to do something for somebody else. And, and I wasn't looking. I wasn't thinking about getting anything in return. Uh, I was just feeling that, you know, uh, just to help this person that, you know, what does it cost for me to just wait an extra couple of seconds, hold the door open and let her go out first? And, and life is full of those little moments that can mean so much. And they mean so much to, to the person who we're doing it for, especially if there's somebody who most people just pass by and ignore, whether it's a beggar on the street, an old person crossing the s- street slowly, or whatever. Um, just giving our attention, which is nowadays one of our most valuable things, um, it, it's one of the most valuable things that we have now is our attention and, and our focus. So a truly um, a, a good reminder uh, from the universe and, and a good way uh, to just think about and enter into any kind of arrangement where we're giving something to somebody else. Uh, let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. Oh, this is a little bit of a long quote from Abraham. World peace means one mindset big enough to make the decisions about what everyone else wants and the rest of the world conforming. That is the ultimate definition of world peace. You say, oh, let's get along. And what each of you mean is, you do what I want. A peaceful world means everybody wanting what I want, getting along with what I want. And the only problem with that is there are more than one of you and you have endless desires that are born within you. The ultimate experience is everyone having their experience and launching their individual rockets of desire and the universe yielding to all of them simultaneously and everybody not worrying about what anyone else, what anybody else created and so then allowing what they are wanting. 
What a world that is when there are endless desires who are allowing the fulfillment of their own desires. Abraham. Hmm. Very interesting quote. An interesting take on something that so many of us, myself included, say we want, which is world peace. And again, it's in order to get the whole world to do anything, it means getting everybody in the world to conform to one way of being, one way of thinking, one way of acting. And that's not freedom. Freedom is allowing people to be and act and do what feels right for them. Now, it may seem like, Sam, are you saying like we can never have world peace? And no, that's not what I'm saying at all. But one of the things, and this is, uh, I don't know if it's an old Buddhist precept, um, but it's something that I've heard so many times, and I found at least in my own life it's so true, which is in order to have world peace, we have to be at peace with the world. Meaning that world peace is an internal state. It's not about everything around us being peaceful. It's about us being peaceful in whatever surrounding we're in. And that means being at peace when there are arguments. And I'll be talking about that a little bit more in the show. It means being at peace when other people are doing things that are not what we want them to do. It means being at peace in general with just the way things are. Because when we're at peace with the way things really are and we're not trying to change them and make them what we want them to be, then we can truly be at peace. Then we, in a way, end our suffering because... Most of our suffering comes from wanting the world to be different from the way it is. Now, look, as a real personal example, you know, do I want Omar to have stage four liver cancer? Of course not. You know, I want him to live a long and healthy life. I want him to be happy. But it's not up to me. And, it, and, it's, and it's not up to what I think is the right thing for him. And, and on a grander, bigger, you know, 50,000 foot perspective, I don't know what's best for his soul. You know, I don't know why he's got liver cancer. And, and, and I'm sure it's, it's painful. I'm sure it's unpleasant. I'm sure it's something that I personally would never want to experience. And, and most people in the world would never want to experience on a conscious physical level. But our spirits and our souls operate on a much different level than that. They operate on a level that's far beyond our individual perspective that's bound by space and time. And so by, you know, by saying, no, I don't want him to have cancer, I'm, I'm denying, I'm, I'm making it harder for myself to deal with the fact that he does. But if I accept the fact that he has cancer, I don't have to like it, but just accept it that that's the way things are, then I can show up and be more present for him when I'm with him. Then I, I can actually be more supportive and I can do more to help. So, 
you know, when we say, oh, can't everybody just do what I want them to do? Yeah, they could, but then you're denying them their own individual will. And would you want anyone to deny you your individual will? Look, we all have differences of opinion. We all want things to be different than the way they are. And, uh, and, and surrender is the way that we do come to peace with the world. Now, look, am I saying that if you see something and you want to change it, that you shouldn't change it? Of course not. Absolutely. If your heart and your spirit calls to you and you want to make a, a change in the world, you want to, you know, start a movement or, or, or contribute towards something or do. Of course. Absolutely. That's what we're here for. You know, acceptance and surrender does not mean that we don't change things. It just means that first, before we try and do anything, we have to accept that this is the way they are. And then from that place of acceptance, we can then begin to move forward in a way that's actually much more effective, much more present, and, and, and much more in alignment with who we are in the world around us. Look, we, we can't change anybody else. We can only change ourselves. But the interesting thing is by changing ourselves, we affect other people. And sometimes we don't even know the ripple effect that we have by changing ourselves. For when we show up differently than we normally would in a given situation, <clears throat> like with family, <clears throat> Suddenly people start going, huh, wh why is he being so nice? You know, what? why didn't he say something? Or, you know, wow, like, uh, you know, that's not the way Sam usually uh, uh, responds to things. You know, and then maybe they think. Or maybe just because the energy we show up with in any given situation, we've shifted it, that then it affects their energy and then they shift. Doesn't mean they necessarily shift 100% in the way we want them to be, but even a little bit, even a little bit in the direction of more peace, of more acceptance, of, of more heartfelt um, love for another human being. Even just a, a little nudge in that direction can have huge, huge impact. So, two uh, wonderful quotes of the day from Mike Dooley in the Universe and from Abraham. I, I think really trying to support us in this uh, sort of holiday season, which can feel very stressful because, uh, you know, I think there's so much societal pressure that we should all be happy and light and joyful. And oftentimes it's the most stressful and painful and, and difficult time of the year for us to get through. So I think these quotes are here to sort of support us in, in moving forward through whatever it is that we're experiencing in the moment. Ah, Michaela on Facebook Live says, love that. Uh, elderly women are just erased. You have class and heart. Uh, thank you, Michaela. And uh, Bahar, welcome. Good to see you. Uh, another uh, uh, loyal listener. Um, yeah, you know, just just giving some attention to those people in society that are normally ignored is, is sometimes the biggest gift we can give. And I just feel when we give it, we receive so much from it. Okay, 
So time for us to take our first break. Um, as I mentioned at the top of the show, the show is just you and me, which means, you know, type in, give me your comments and questions in the Facebook Live. Uh, if you're listening on talkradio.nyc, just go to facebook.com slash S-A-M-W-Y-Z and catch the video. Um, you can also catch it on the Talk Radio NYC Facebook page. You can catch it on the Conscious Consultant Facebook page. We share it all over the place. Um, so please, you know, comment and contribute. And uh, we're coming up uh, after the break, I'm going to be talking about uh, something that happened over Thanksgiving that um, helped to remind me of a certain Buddhist precept that... Uh, I am going to make even more of an effort to embody and I think can really help us uh, around this time of year. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Uh, we do this live every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern right here on talkradio.nyc. And we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, The Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Oh, thank you all so much for the thumbs ups and the hearts and all the emojis flying across my screen. I, I really appreciate that. And, uh, you know, th this show, you know, today's show where it's just me and you, uh, where I, I talk about something that's recently happened or riff on a certain topic. These are some of my favorite shows and I get so much great feedback from it. I hope, I hope you guys enjoy it. Don't worry. Next week, I have an amazing, amazing guest coming on the show. Okay, so let's talk about <laughs> um, what happened. So over uh, Thanksgiving week last week, uh, I was away in Israel with family. Um, as some of you know, um, my mom passed away earlier this year, 
and uh, we went back for the unveiling, which is a, a Jewish custom where you place a veil over the tombstone of the person who passed, and then you you uncover it and you say some prayers and you say some stuff, and you know, lots of times it's for people who couldn't make the funeral, but maybe could make a different time. Um, and it's, it, uh, you know, something like, as an example, my brother wasn't able to make the funeral, so he came with his family. And so we, we, the whole family was together for Thanksgiving. First time, I think, me, my sister and her family, my brother and his family, and my wife, uh, that we were all together for Thanksgiving in God knows how many years. I really can't. And so we ended up doing the unveiling the day after Thanksgiving, Black Friday, which uh, my mom was such a bargain hunter. I, I said during the, the unveiling, I said it's such an appropriate day for, for doing her unveiling because my mom, she loved bargains. She loved sales. You know, that was, uh, that was uh, uh, really so. I, I just thought, it, you know, the, the timing of it worked out uh, so beautiful. Um, and, and so then afterwards... Um, that evening, we all had dinner at my sister's place in Jerusalem, uh, which, you know, I normally when I'm there visiting and I'm staying in Jerusalem, I try and, you know, be with her and her family as much as I can. And during the middle end of the dinner, my sister's husband, who I have to say, in my personal opinion of him, he's not the sharpest tack in the box. He's not the... Uh, uh, the brightest star in the sky at night, let's say. And he has this habit of talking about things just out of the blue, usually politics or something politically related. And he gets himself so worked up over these topics that actually have very little relevance to his personal life. He, he's not involved in politics. He doesn't do anything about it. it. To me, personally, it just seems like a huge waste of breath and energy. And, and he gets so worked up over it. You know, I, I always just feel like if he just put that energy towards something positive or creative, he would be so much better off. And for whatever reason, I, I really don't know how this came up. I really have no memory of it. He starts talking about uh, China and that and and Chinese goods and how you know Chinese produce things so cheaply and it makes it difficult for people in other countries in the world to compete and and he starts going off and off and off about how awful China is and and it wasn't so much about what he was saying, but the tone in his voice there was so much anger and energy behind it you know you would you would think like uh, uh, china had personally assaulted him the way he was talking keep in mind my wife comes from beijing and she is the only chinese person in the room and she has not been back to see her family in china for a couple of years and you know she lives in the united states she hasn't been in china but she's still very much chinese and in the middle of it, I try and point out to him how, well, you know, you're talking about how, you know, China produces things so cheaply, other people can't compete, but you're benefiting from it. Look how much stuff in this house, you know, comes from China. And he's a computer guy. Look at all the computers and stuff. And he's like, yeah, but I don't have any choice. And anyway, he really, uh, and my wife, uh, God bless her soul, she was so calm. She didn't say anything throughout the whole dinner. I think she said one comment. Um, 
but really did not show how upset she was, did not show her anger. I had no clue how upset she was until afterwards we left and we went back to the place that we were staying and we, and we got to the apartment and she broke down crying and she was so upset and, and she, you could see how much pain she was in and I felt so bad and I realized, you know, had I been a little bit more present, I could have done more to, to stop him, but I just, I, I didn't realize, I wasn't present enough to how much his words were hurting her. And so we talked about it and, and, and we did some meditation that night. And during the meditation, this Buddhist precept, which uh, I've known for years, kind of came to my forefront, to my consciousness. And I really don't know what sort of brought it, but I, I consider it spiritual inspiration or divine inspiration. And the Buddhist precept is that before we speak, we should ask ourselves three questions. Is what we're about to say truthful? Is it helpful? And is it kind? And when that came to the forefront, I realized what was so upsetting about what my sister's husband said, besides just the whole tone and the whole energy he put into it. Was he being truthful? I mean, I guess you could say he was being truthful. Was he being helpful? Definitely not. There was nothing at all helpful in anything that he said. And was he being kind? Absolutely not. Because he, he had no consideration for my wife and how she might feel. You know, talking about Chinese people in such a global manner, and there's a Chinese person there sitting in the room, he had no consideration, no concept, no, no single thought about how what he was saying would affect her. And then I realized that one of the things that triggers me about him so much is that he says a lot of things that are very truthful, but are not helpful and are not kind to anybody. And I realized, you know, this Buddhist precept, it really, if we pay attention to it, can really help us so much in our interaction with people. Because how often are we unconscious about how what we are saying is affecting another human being? And there is so much unkindness in this world. There is so much violence. And I don't mean physical violence, but even violence in our communication. There's a whole a, a, a system called nonviolent communication, which is all about how to communicate in, in a much more compassionate way. You know, there's so much uh, uh, energy that divides us, that separates us from other people instead of bringing us together. And I realized if we could just remember these three things is what we're about to say truthful is it helpful and is it kind how much different our communication would be with each other and it's not about what the other person says it actually isn't 
though it's if somebody is communicating and they're not helpful and they're not kind, it's very good to remind them of that. And unfortunately, I didn't remind him of it. And I only saw him uh, briefly one time after that. And I was very upset and very angry. And I actually didn't say what I wanted to say because I felt if I without an opening, without him saying something that I could that I could um, uh, uh, respond to, that it would have just come out in a very angry way. And that anger probably would have short-circuited the message that I wanted to relay to him, which is what I'm relating to all of you today. And, you know, one thing I have to be thankful to him for is he gave me the topic for this week's show. Um, and, and I also blogged about it this week. But yeah, is what we're saying truthful, number one? Because if it's not truthful, why the hell are we saying it? Is it helpful? And if it's not helpful, why the hell are we saying it? And is it kind? Because if it's not kind, why are we saying it? And to me... This world needs more communication in general that's more truthful, helpful, and kind. Now, how does that happen? It happens with us individually. It happens with us embodying this Buddhist precept. And it is a reminder to me to embody it more myself. And that there there's even more ways in which I can be more truthful, more helpful, and more kind. And that if I use this as my guiding principle, then uh, perhaps I can uh, contribute to the world in a way that can help to be more uh, peaceful uh, and, and more supportive of people in the world around us. Ah, my dear friend Julian Michael, numerologist extraordinaire on the Facebook Live says, Thank you, Sam, for your wisdom embodying the ancient teachings. I do what I can to surrender to the moment. You embrace the now. Then from this place you connect with continuum. Past, present, future, now. You have access to everything you need. It's divine. Ah, thank you for those uh, beautiful words, Julian. I appreciate it. Um, Bahar, thank you for your, your kind words about my mom. Um, uh, yes, and, and thank you for all the love for my mom. And yeah, she touched a lot of people in her life. And yeah, the, 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 you know, the, the people who came to the unveiling for my mom, even if they didn't know her uh, that well, that they all had such uh, sweet and kind words to her. Um, like even the, the cantor for my sister's uh, uh, synagogue, she was like, uh, you know, I'd only gotten to know Rivka a little bit, only a couple of years, but I wanted more because she always, you know, had such a positive outlook on life. She was always so friendly. She always, you know, was, was, was quick to laugh. So yeah, my mom uh, really touched a lot of people in a very positive way. Hey, Sirve, thank you for joining us on the Facebook Live. Okay, so it's time for us to take another break. And when we come back, I'm going to talk a little bit more about why we communicate when we're not communicating truthfully, helpfully, and kind. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, and we will be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 
at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, The Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday at 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Time and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. Oh, we got some beautiful comments on the Facebook Live. My friend Sanaya says, I knew her spirit without knowing her physically. She shared her gift of love and wisdom through you. And for that, I am thankful. Oh, thank you so much, Sanaya. And my dear friend, Patty, and loyal listener says, you're the sanity in my Thursday morning. Oh, thank you so much, Patty. Uh, I really appreciate it. Um, thank you. Uh, I really appreciate all of you uh, listening in today, especially to this topic, one that I feel is is so important. So I've talked about, you know, this Buddhist precept of before we speak, asking ourselves these three questions. Is what I'm about to say truthful? Is it helpful? And is it kind? And then when I was meditating on this, kind of another piece came up, which is not part of the precept, but just something that came to my mind and said to me, and, and I just kind of, again, sort of this divine inspiration said, and if not, why are you saying it? If what we're about to say is not helpful, is not kind, and especially not truthful, then why are we about to say it? What are we looking to get from it? What are we, we hoping to achieve? I don't know. In my experience, when people are not being helpful and not being kind and not being truthful, usually, not always, but usually they're looking for something that's very ego-based. They're looking to puff themselves up, as my brother-in-law appeared to be doing. Um, they're looking 
um, to prove themselves right. You know, they're looking to get something out of the situation. They're not looking to give anything to the situation. And that goes back to our quote of the day from the universe about how important giving is and how we receive so much when we give. And I don't know, and I would love to hear from, from, from you, my listeners, about when you've had situations where you had to deal with somebody being unkind, unhelpful, untruthful. What do you think? Why do you think they were doing it? What were they hoping to get out of it? In particular, uh, the being unkind part. And, you know, it's sometimes we don't even realize we're being unkind. Like when we were in Jerusalem and I was out with my wife and she wanted to get a, a T-shirt or a sweatshirt that had some Hebrew lettering on it. And we went to one shop and, and, this, and it was just before Shabbat and all the stores were closed except for one. And, and we went in there and, and the guy, I don't know, he, he was being a little short with her. You know, she's very sensitive now and, and she really took it as, as, as being unkind. Um, and, and it was interesting cause, cause she was just saying, um, uh, she was just asking him, Oh, do you have, you know, a softer material or this or that? And he's like, look, this is all I have. Tell me what you want. I'll show you what I have. And, you know, he was being truthful. He was in a way trying to be helpful. He was just saying, look, this is what I got. But he wasn't being overly kind about it. He wasn't saying, oh, I, I understand you, you're looking for something uh, uh, softer, but that's, that's not what I have. Here's, here's what I have. Here, just, just take a look through, see if you find something that you like. And especially, you know, if you're a store owner and you have customers in there and, and they're looking to purchase something from you, why wouldn't you be kind? Why wouldn't you be of in, in a more of a service mode a little more open-hearted you know because and I talked about it afterwards with my wife I mean we did end up buying something from him but I didn't realize she felt so upset about the way he spoke to her and I said to her I said why don't you say something to me you could have just walked out of there you know it wouldn't have been the end of the world and and you know sometimes we we go along with things and so we don't realize it but especially when you're in any kind of a service business, if you're in sales, if you're in anything where you're dealing with people and you're you're trying to 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 offer them something and they're and they're by them buying something from you, that's supporting you, that's giving you a living. So why wouldn't you be kind? It's like you're shooting yourself in the foot. You think you're like so great again, very ego centered. Uh and and it's like you're only hurting yourself. And I found it so much that, you know, when, when people are not being helpful, inevitably they're not being helpful because they just want to prove themselves right. They just want you to agree with them that they know the right way or that they were correct in what they did or, or whatever. And, and, you know, there is that old saying, another old saying, that you can be right or you, or you can be happy, but you can rarely be both. And when we're more concerned about being right than being helpful or kind, 
then it it creates this energy that then makes the other person defensive and then they have to be right. So then they say something which isn't kind or helpful to prove that they're right. And then it just gets us stuck in this negative spiral that ends up being a fight. And, and when we fight with each other, everybody loses. Everybody loses. So what do we need to do to short circuit that? When we notice that somebody else is not being helpful and not being kind, is to perhaps just point it out to them in not a, 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 a derogatory way or not in a forceful way, but um, just saying to them, you know what you said, you might be right, but it's not really helpful and it doesn't really feel kind to me. And sometimes that can get the person to stop. Not always, but sometimes that can um, help to sort of, you know, stop the person in their tracks and get them to think about what they're saying. And I see William on the Facebook Live says, I think so many people are so self-centered that they are not thinking about others. Absolutely. But it's not even they're not thinking about others, but they're not thinking about themselves in a, a, a broader sense. I'm a big believer in what's called enlightened self-interest, you know? It's kind of like you do the right thing because it's good for us, not just the other person, but it's good for us. And I think a lot of people who respond that way or act that way that, you know, oh, no, you're wrong and I'm right and no, it's like this and like that. <coughs> Excuse me. That they don't even realize that by being this way, all they are doing is pushing people away from them and creating this energy that, that makes the other person want to defend themselves and, and make them wrong and they're right. And, and then it just creates this thing that, that nobody feels good from the interaction. So being truthful, helpful, and kind, it helps us, not just the other person. See, this is the thing, and, and I think sometimes we, we forget that by embodying these kinds of truths, by embodying uh, these ways of being, which are, I don't know, a better way, a more enlightened way, a more present way of being with other people, we benefit from it. That when we're more helpful to others, it creates an, a different energy than if we're not helpful. And that sometimes when we're being helpful just for the sake of being helpful and the other person starts to be appreciative. Now, look, there are all kinds of situations and I'm not saying that, that you know, everybody is going to be that way. There are lots of people who are going to take advantage of you. There are lots of people that, that when you're too helpful or when you're helpful in the wrong situation, they're just going to drain you and they're going to take more and more and more and not give anything back. Absolutely. I'm not saying that there are not people like that in the world. But you know when you're dealing with someone like that. And you know when you're not dealing with someone like that. So when we're not dealing with someone like that, being helpful can shift their energy and shift a, the whole conversation and the whole interaction from one that might starting to spiral down to one that maybe lifts us up instead.
and, and it happens in all kinds of situations. You know, even like working with my mentor, and, and I know you, many of you have heard me talk about my mentor with the shamanic work that I do. You know, there are times when he says things to me, and it is truthful, but it doesn't feel very helpful in the moment or kind. And I'm just the kind of person, if it doesn't feel helpful or kind, then I uh, get defensive and I push back on it. And, and that doesn't help anybody. That doesn't help the situation. And, you know, he even, you know, said to me once, like, I know, you know, you, sometimes you hear my frustration and you respond to the frustration. Listen to the message, not the frustration. Again, it's much more difficult to listen to the message instead of the energy around the message if you're not being helpful and kind. And look, the reason why we do all this work, the reason why we work on ourselves, the reason why we study spiritual principles and philosophy and like all this stuff is to be better people. And, and, and it's to be better people for ourselves so that, again, like Gandhi said, we can be the change we want to see in the world. And so the more that we change and the more that we show up with this energy of being helpful and being kind and being truthful, the more it encourages other people to do the same. Now, look, can we control other people? No, absolutely not. But we can live as an example. And if we inspire somebody, if our actions and our way of being resonates with someone else, then we've made a difference. And look, I'm very clear, and I will tell anyone who asks me, I'm very clear, why do I do this? Because I want to create a kinder, more helpful world around me. Because that's the kind of world I want to live in. So I'm doing it for very selfish reasons. Does that mean I'm wrong? I don't know. I don't care as long as it helps things it as long as it changes and shifts the energy I'm okay with that I really am and so um I hope this is helpful we got one last break we have one more segment to the show but I, I really hope that these lessons and these stories that I'm trying to relate to you are helpful in that you can think of ways in which to apply them uh, to your own situations at this time of year. And again, you know, I'm very clear. Holiday seasons, yeah, they can be great and they can be the most stressful time of year for all of us. So let's keep that in mind. So let's take a break. And when we come back, I'll wrap it all up. And hopefully... If some of you have any more comments or questions or challenges or situations that you'd like uh, some support on, I'm more than happy to contribute. Just type it in the comment section of the video on Facebook Live. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern right here on talkradio.nyc. And we will be right back after these messages. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Hi. 
I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media. My guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We've been talking about, you know, a, a, a better way of communicating this holiday season and, and thinking about before we open our mouths, that's the key thing, before we open up our mouths to say something, to ask ourselves, is it truthful, is it helpful, and is it kind? And, and one of the reasons why I thought it was so apropos to, to speak about it this, this holiday season is because this is the time of year where we start to see family more than we necessarily do other times of the year. I mean, between Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, you know, this is the time when families start to get together and we start to see brothers, sisters, cousins, aunts, uncles, you know, all kinds of relatives, grandparents, grandchildren. And, and, you know, the, we're around people that we're not normally around the rest of the year. And sometimes those people can, how shall I say, be a little bit annoying, uh, be a little bit triggering. And so when we're being triggered, when we feel that, that, that knot in our chest <laughs> or we've, we feel our, uh, the hair on the back of our head start to stand up because of something... You know, one of our relatives said, and especially if politics comes up, because politics is such a charged topic these days. To first of all, you know, ask ourselves if what the other person is saying is truthful, helpful, or kind. And then is what we're about to say truthful, helpful, and kind? And somebody might be going off and on about something and it's not very kind what they're saying. And maybe it's not very helpful. And so how do we deal with this person? How do we, how do we deal with that uncle, with that brother or sister, you know, with that person who, this the energy around what they're saying is, is not one that really makes us feel that good. 
So there are a number of ways of dealing with it. The first of all, to remember that we do have free will. And so we do not have to engage in any conversation we do not want to engage in. For me personally, my favorite way of getting out of a conversation like that is to excuse myself. I have to go to the bathroom and go to the bathroom and I'll wash my hands. if I don't have to use the bathroom. Just remove yourself from the situation if you can. That works for a short period of time. And when you come back out, you know, you'd maybe try and engage with someone else. But again, it comes back to not what the other person is saying, but how are we responding? So it's how can we be truthful, helpful, and kind? Right? And sometimes it's about, you know, not even that we have a thought or we're, we're, we're about to say something, but in listening to the conversation, we think about how we contribute, but contribute from a place that's truthful, helpful, and kind. And one of the best ways I find to do that is to just talk about how we're feeling about what the other person is saying. And it would go maybe something like this. Hey, Mary, Joe, John, whatever the person's name is. I get what you're saying. But when I hear you say that, it doesn't really feel helpful to me. And it doesn't feel very kind. It feels like you're antagonizing me. It feels like you're putting down my beliefs. It feels like whatever. And just express how what they're saying is making you feel. Because they can't really argue with that. They can't really say, oh, well, you're wrong for feeling that way. No, your feelings are your feelings. That's how you feel. You're not telling them they're wrong. You're not, in a way, sort of criticizing them for what they're doing. So they're going to be a little more open to receive what you're saying. But you're just bringing to their consciousness, bringing to their awareness how, how you are feeling what they're putting out. And so when they say something that just, uh, you know, makes you cringe... You know, you can just say to them, hey, look, you know, when you said this or that, it really makes me feel like you don't care. It really makes me feel like you, you, want, to, you want to argue about something instead of, in, instead of have a, a, a helpful conversation. It really feels to me like you're being unkind to, to, to the way I am. And... and in general, not always, but in general, people will then tend to back off a little bit. And, and then they may try and defend themselves. They may try and say, well, that's not what I meant. That's not my intention. And you can say, look, I understand that's not your intention, it, but it's how it feels to me. And so at least it brings into their awareness how what they're putting out there is affecting other people. And, and if there is more than one person, you know, more than two people involved in this, you can ask, you know, the third person, hey, how did it make you feel? You know, how does that make you feel? Or you can give the person back an example that's the opposite of what they said and said, well, what if I said this to you? How would that make you feel? 
You know, so you give them an example of if you had responded in kind and if you had responded with the same energy that they had put out, how would it have made them feel? And so that can sort of stop a person and get them to think, oh, well, yeah, I guess I see what you mean. And that can kind of take the wind out of their sails a little bit. In general, I just, uh, unless I feel like the person is open to hearing that kind of message, personally, I just pull away or I change the topic completely. And the best way to change a topic is by asking a question. And just ask them a question about something else. You know, ask them a question about something that you know they like or they love. Like, oh, uh, by the way, how's your, your, your daughter doing in school? Or, by the way, how, how was your, you know, your last uh, convention? Or whatever. You know, I mean, if you know the person a little bit, you know kind of their likes and dislikes. Change the topic from what they're putting out there that's triggering you and get them to talk about something that they like. And when people start to talk about something that they like or they love, you see automatically the energy shifts and changes. And then you don't have to say anything else. They'll just go on about that thing for a while. And they say, oh, okay, that's nice to know. All right, thanks. Uh, I'll talk to you later. You know, and just move on. Remember, we have free will. We do not have to stay engaged in any conversation. We do not want to be engaged in. And so if you find yourself engaged in a conversation, just say, you know what? I appreciate that's how you feel. I just don't feel like talking about it right now. And just, just, I'm just not in the mood at the moment. Let's talk about something else and, and remove yourself and just say, or, you know, find somebody else to talk to. You don't have to stay there. And especially, you know, sometimes we're engaged in situations, maybe it's not with family and friends, maybe it's in a more public, you know, going out shopping for Christmas presents or what have you. And, and you know, the, the people are there and they're maybe it, it's a little crowded and they're pushing you a little bit or, or that. And, and, you know, as opposed to responding in the, why did you do that? Or, well, excuse me, and kind of putting out some more negative energy, you know, just, you know, step back and say, oh, you, you know, can I help you with something? You seem like you're really anxious. You know, just just be observant and just reflect back to them the way you see them being. Oh, you seem really stressed about something. You know, do you need uh, help with something? And And lots of times when we just reflect back to people the way we see them being, that immediately brings a little more consciousness on their side. And suddenly, you know, things sort of shift and change. Hey, and what about you guys? I mean, on the Facebook Live, if you have any suggestions, any comments, any, any you know, things that you have found help you through the holiday season, please feel free to comment and, and put them in the comment section. And of course, you know, if you enjoyed this topic, if, if there's something you want to share with me, you can always reach out directly to me. Uh, my email address is sam at theconsciousconsultant.com. Um, and if you, uh, of course, I, I love working with people this time of year. I love giving support. So if anyone uh, would like to work with me on a one-on-one -on -one or a group basis, please feel free to reach out. And uh, by the way, guys, if you haven't checked it out, I do have a new website. It went up a couple of months ago, uh, www.theconsciousconsultant.com. Check it out. Let me know what you think. So I hope, I hope uh, this week's show has been 
helpful. I hope it's been truthful. And I hope it's been kind. So uh, please take this forward into your day-to-day life. Next week, I I have the amazing, amazing Jennifer Huff coming on the show. Uh, I do hope you'll tune in for that. Uh, She's one of my teachers and friends and fellow member of the Evolutionary Business Council. Um, So I hope you'll be sure to tune in for that. Thank you all for tuning in today. Stay tuned on talkradio.nyc for Ken Foster and his show, Voices of Courage. And we will talk to you next week. Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. I'm the aptly named host of Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio, big nonprofit ideas for the other 95%. Fundraising, board relations, social media, my guests and I cover everything that small and mid-sized shops struggle with. If you have big dreams and a small budget, you have a home at Tony Martinetti Nonprofit Radio. Fridays, 1 to 2 Eastern at TalkingAlternative.com. Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Talking Alternative. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network.
for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.